Hey friends, welcome to Death and a Butterfly. I'm your host, Carrie. Join me as we delve into a broad spectrum of topics, including, but not limited to, spirituality and well-being. Sharing knowledge for the modern journeyer, welcome to the thought process. Glad you're here and we can resonate together. Please like and subscribe to stay updated. And if you enjoy what you hear, please share with someone you love. All right. So I feel very compelled to speak about triggers today. (laughs) And it's mainly because I am feeling or I was feeling so triggered and reactionary today. I just could not (laughs) handle life. Um, This past weekend, I did a seminar and it's similar to some shamanism um but i feel like there's a fair bit of like western like psychology in there um it's just a little bit of a mixture of everything and while i can't really speak speak about anything that we did per se in the seminar because we do have a confidentiality agreement in place. Um, I'll just say that it brought up a lot of resistance for me. And what I mean by that is there were certain activities that might ego was challenged by and what I mean by that is when I found out the activity that we were doing I had some very strong aversion to it um so fast track past the weekend um on our final day which was Sunday evening the facilitator was like just so you're aware in the next few days, you're probably going to be very sensitive. Um, and I kind of just took it with like a grain of salt because I'm just like, yeah, like I've, I've done work like this. Like I, I should be okay. Like, because it like was literally just bringing up things that I kind of thought that I had already gotten a pretty firm grasp on and had dealt with. Well... <laughs> That is not the fucking case. (laughs) Um, Monday, I went to go visit my friend and my client. We went snowshoeing. um, And she is in the book club that I started. And this month, we decided on the way I used to be. Now, I didn't really have any idea too much about what this book was about. I didn't pick the book. I couldn't even remember who picked the book. But it was kind of just decided on. And it was like a fictional, pretty quick read. So 
Um, I didn't buy the book because other members in the book club were like, yeah, this is going to be a quick read. I'll just let you have it when I'm done. And I was like, okay. So I get this book from Cassandra on Monday. It is now Tuesday evening. Um, I am well over halfway done. And the first thing Cassandra said to me just before I took the book is, just so you're aware, this book is about a young girl being raped and kind of the things that she has, I guess, had to go through and how she like projects herself in the world. And so as soon as my friend had said that, I was like, oh, I was like, this is going to be a triggering book for me, isn't it? And we kind of like laughed about it, like, haha, like, oh, this is going to be triggering. Well, fucking right, it's triggering. Um, <laughs> so not only have I done this seminar, I am now reading this book about this young 14-year-old who is raped. And um, for those of you that have been listening along with me since the very beginning of my podcast, um, I was sexually assaulted when I was nine. So as much as I think I have healed a lot of things, especially in the last two years, as much as I think I have moved past some of the ways that I, I guess I feel about the situation in and of itself, this book is fucking triggering. And what I'll say is it's triggering in the sense that it's like I look at myself from the perspective of how I was when I was a teenager. And I didn't do some of the things that this girl is doing in the book. But the way she projects herself, the way she puts on a tough persona, and if she feels that if she looks tough on the outside and acts tough, that nothing will faze her. Nothing else can hurt her because this is a survival mentality. This is, if I can't have anyone else to make me feel safe, if I can have control of the situation, then I'll just make myself seem big and strong enough that I appear to have it all together. And so some of the things that are happening in this book that this girl is doing, I am literally... (laughs) yelling at the book like girl just fucking tell someone what happened to you and it's like it's drawing so many parallels for me in my life like I said not exactly the same things that she's gone and done and I'm not even all the way done the book yet but um (laughs) this book is is triggering in the fact that it's still bringing up emotions for me That I'm like, yeah, I was, or perhaps still am to a degree, where it's like I pretend that things don't phase me, or maybe I pretend that I don't care when I am like one, (laughs) if you know me at all, I am like one of the biggest caring people and I give so many fucks. But if I'm trying to appear a certain way, like I'm some sort of strong, stoic fucking warrior, I'll almost make things seem like they're they're lesser than what they really are. 
Um, so yeah, this, this book is definitely adding to my emotions. And so I'm coming off of this seminar where I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be sensitive to now I'm reading this fucking book that is making me so hypersensitive because it's drawing so many parallels in my life that I'm just like, okay. So then I go to go do like deliveries for the courier service today. And keep in mind, I haven't really been around people for the last couple days because I've been doing the seminar and I've kind of been just sticking to my people and I haven't really been out in public like a lot. So Tuesday deliveries, I'm having to be out in public and like be around people. And there are so many people triggering me today. And I've been very reactive to it. And I had to like literally stop and think about why I was being so reactive today. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, it's this book that's triggering me. And I'm like, and some of the stuff that was brought up this weekend was actually in relation to what happened when I was nine. And so I'm, I think I'm doubling up on these fucking parallels and triggers. <laughs> so I'm going about my day being like triggered and irritated by people and just like not wanting to be around anyone. And I was to the point a few times where I literally just wanted to cry, but I was like, oh, what for? Like, because <laughs> I'm just getting so emotional and reactive and I'm like, okay, hey, I'm like, every situation is inherently neutral in nature. And I am making something of it. And I'm wasting my energy by getting this reactive. <sighs> and you're probably hearing Yiggy snore in the background. I apologize, but I'm not taking it out. Um, so I became more aware of the fact that I was perhaps getting mirrors from other people. And by that, I mean, the people that I was encountering in my day were there to maybe mirror how I was feeling or how I was maybe needing to act some things out. I'm not sure. Um, but I guess the lesson here is you are going to meet people in life <laughs> that are probably going to piss you off in some sort of situation. And yes, rightfully so, it may be that person's fault. Like, I'll give you an example. So today, there were three cars, including myself, stuck behind a grader in St. Albert. And it wasn't like a two-lane road. It was kind of like a, not fully a country road, but kind of. Um, and so we're stuck behind this grader. And the two cars in front of me, and including myself, like we can all tell that going like 30 or 40 in a 60 zone is irritating and you can see it <laughs> in front of me 
because there's this one car, the one directly behind the grater, that is kind of swerving around to look. And at that point, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, it sucks because I have somewhere that I want to be too. But I was like, obviously, I was like, if you really wanted to go around him, you could into the oncoming traffic and look. Um, but like, it is what it is for now. So then when it finally broke into two lanes, the car directly in front of me automatically hopped into that lane. And then the person that was directly behind the grader was still there. So I hopped into the other lane, meaning I'm now in the left lane. And I start to get up to speed to go past the grader. And I don't need to be in the lane that they're in. So I was just going to go straight and then turn left. And this girl who is the one directly behind the grader that was kind of swerving back and forth because she was clearly um, very upset about it wasting her time. Um, Just as I get up beside her, she doesn't shoulder check and she literally almost sideswipes me. Um, And in my reactivity to that, because I obviously don't want her to hit my car, I slightly pull my car over, which is then still kind of going into oncoming traffic, which there was a car coming, but I still had enough time to kind of like pull over and then pull back into the lane when she did realize she almost hit me. But instead of like slowing down and calming herself down because she almost hit a vehicle, I like slammed on my brakes and just left an opening. And so I start to like continue because she's back in her lane now behind the grader. And again, she pulls over, cuts in front of me, and just like speeds off going way faster than the speed limit. And I'm literally shaking. I am in my fight or flight. And at this point, I'm angry because you almost hit me. You didn't shoulder check. Now you are entitled enough to then go ahead and cut in front of me after you almost hit me. And then you speed off to go turn right. And then you are stuck in the turning lane, just texting, looking at your phone. And so for me... (laughs) I was just like, what in the fuck is going on? And then it dawned on me that I am so much in my fight or flight, just in a resting state due to the stress that I put upon my body to bring up, to dig up some of these traumas and triggers that I'm just overwhelming my nervous system. So it's like as much as I'm like, F this girl for almost hitting me, it's almost like, thank you for showing me what state my body is currently in. So needless to say, when I got home this evening, I made sure I ate. (laughs) I did some self-care. I already told myself in an agreement with myself that when I got home, I needed to do some self-reflection. And that comes in the form of journaling for me because I've already obviously been self-reflecting throughout the day. So now I need to put this on paper in order to get it out of my head. 
So I need to do some self-reflecting. And then I told myself, I also need to meditate. And the meditation that I actually chose was very fitting because it was essentially telling my body that I am safe. Now, if you understand what I was speaking about with my body being in just a stress state and my nervous system just being in like a fight or flight mode right now, it's just like consistently being hit with like some adrenaline and it's so draining, not only emotionally, but physically. And earlier on in the day, I was like, I just need a gym session. Like, that's all I need. I need to go work some stress out. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, but wait. I was like, if my body is actually in a stressed state already, that I have so much adrenaline, that I have my nervous system kind of out of whack. I was like, yeah. When I got up from my meditation, I was like, no. I was like, this is what my body needs. So instead of going to the gym, I was like, I'm going to do some light arms at home because I have a few dumbbells. And so I did some light arms quickly just to do some movement. And then I actually rolled out. Understanding that my body needed some rolling out instead of more chronic tightening of my muscles by going and banging out some bodybuilding workouts. (laughs) So I guess what I wanted to say on here today and why I just wanted to hop on and kind of explain my day and how I'm working through my triggers is that A, triggers are always going to pop up. And I know it's become a big thing in society these days that like, "Mm, I'm triggered. And then people kind of just like laugh it off like, haha, triggered. But like, no, when you're triggered, What is that trigger reflecting back to you? And how can you improve on yourself as a person? Because, yeah, it's fucking easy to be triggered and go around being fucking angry, whatever else, reactive. But what does that do for you? It leaves you more drained, that's for sure. So the goal here is to understand your triggers. I don't know if we can ever fully get our triggers to go away. But if we can actually have some sort of firmer understanding of it, maybe we can mitigate how badly our triggers affect us. And it's funny that I'm reading this book that's triggering me. Well, at the same time, I'm reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score. Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. And I've had some pretty decent traumatic experiences. And not not to lessen anybody else's, because I know a lot of people have had some trauma, maybe some PTSD, um, some kind of abuse, like whatever that might look like for you. I've never personally been to therapy myself, um, but I think I've done a pretty decent job at kind of moving my way through my own healing so I find that this book is very very interesting the body keeps the score in how it's speaking to trauma and 
and that kind of when you're in a traumatic, I guess, state, that trying to talk about what it is that happened is not necessarily always the best thing. But to almost try and create some sort of like safety net, some feeling of safety in order for people to maybe just feel feel that inherent sense of safety. Because if I'm to be perfectly honest, and I'll speak from my experience this way, being nine and being sexually abused and having a traumatic experience like that, I didn't, I don't think I started dating a boy until I was 19. So from nine until I was 19, and don't get me wrong, I still was fucked up in a lot of ways <laughs> through all of my relationships up until I was like 27 and something to work on in my future relationships. But from nine until 19, I didn't want anything to do with men at all because I didn't feel safe around them. And so I thought that I would be the only provider of my own safety. But then that led to further other things that like, I don't rely on other people. <laughs> I didn't like to talk openly or be vulnerable. Um, I was in a people-pleasing state. And there's a lot of things that came from that because I didn't deal with my trauma. And frankly, like I, when that happened when I was nine, I didn't tell anyone that it had happened. My parents didn't know, my best friends didn't know, my sister didn't know, nobody knew, and I was like, this, this is my fucking burden to carry, like, I have to deal with this. And so, it wasn't necessarily the best outlets. Long-winded story short, the more that I heal these things, the more that I figure out my traumas, my triggers... Am I better able to create a safe space for myself to open up and speak more to these things rather than just having it pent up inside and causing more problems? So like I said, if I can journal some of these things, if I can speak to other friends, whatever, if they can hold some space for me, um, super helpful, but I mean, to each their own, whatever works best for you. All I'm trying to say here is if you're getting triggered and you're having an absolute shit day, there are ways to make your day more positive. You have to choose, though. You have the opportunity to choose. Whether your day stays shitty, whether these are lessons for you to grow, you have that choice. You have that power. No one else has this power over you. 
And if you think that is so, then you are giving your power away to someone else. Like, I'll give you an example. Say I'm looking forward to this event with someone and I've been looking forward to it for the whole week and say they last minute cancel for whatever fucking reason. If I have attached myself to that experience, that that's going to make or break me and I suddenly am like in the hole so sad or depressed because this event didn't happen, I'm literally giving my power away to the supposedness of this event happening. But had I not attached myself to that future experience happening... I could very well just be happy in the fact that, hey, I have some time to take care of myself. I get the chance to read. I get the chance to go out and do something else. Or you can still go do that thing without that person. But if we are so triggered with our own ego that someone is letting us down... then what does that say about where we need to grow? So long story short, I was triggered all fucking day and literally for the last five days I've been triggered. <laughs> and I thought I was chilling. I was like, yeah, I have some resistance. Like, we're going to work through this. And yeah, I might be a little sensitive. And I'm like, no, today I was like, I'm extra sensitive. Thank you. And I took that as a need to sit with myself, to understand why I am feeling the way that I am and how I can improve upon it. A lot of us just like to, to shut it down and be like, no, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I'm just angry. And it's like you're cutting yourself off from the experience of understanding that there might be a deeper seated, and I don't want to say issue, but something deeper seated within your subconscious or within your programming or within your beliefs that is leading up to this moment of why you are being triggered. So when something does come up for you, have you created enough space for yourself to understand that your reaction is not necessarily you, but how you are reacting to this certain neutral event? And do you have enough consciousness to? Pull something, not necessarily something always positive out of it, but do you have the consciousness to pull something out of it to better understand how you are moving through the world? So I'll leave you with that thought. If you have been triggered, if you have been reacting, if you have traumas, or maybe you don't think you have any traumas. Maybe nothing inherently bad happened to you growing up or throughout your life. But there are always events. There are always going to be events that mold how you interact with the world. 
So I invite you, if you have been triggered like I have, sit. And I don't want to say think about it because thinking leads to overthinking and we're not trying to get there. But sit in your knowing of how can I approach this thought, this feeling, and get a handle on it so that maybe I don't need to react as much next time. And then if I'm further able to help this habit along the way, what would it be like in, say, four to six months from now that I've slowly allowed myself to be less and less reactive to these certain events that bring up this trigger? How would I then be better off? With that, I thank you for tuning in and listening to my bullshit. I hope you got something from this because I do this in the hopes that at least one person listening will get something from my understanding of this journey.